Good evening. It's November the 29th, 2019. This is show number 109. And good evening. Good evening. Welcome to show number 109. It's November the 29th. Yeah, I think I've already said that, though. Good evening. Happy Thanksgiving in the United States, if that's your thing. Otherwise, it's just another November evening, right? <laughs> Wanted to say good evening to you. Uh, you know, uh, since the last... Ooh, wow, what a lot... <laughs> I don't even know where do I begin. Wow. So you know, uh, as everybody's aware, I've been uh, driving, flying, and everything else between here in Florida and another other places in between. And uh, wow, just uh, oh man, you know. So here I am. Uh, I am in Chicago this uh, this holiday uh, season. I was asked more or less threatened no seriously i was asked to come back one last time to donate uh my time at the pacific garden mission here on canal street in chicago and that's what i've uh, been doing all day uh volunteering my time uh feeding the uh less fortunate out there and uh wow it's been a long day we got uh in in there at 5 30 this morning and it's now what uh 7 7 yeah it's about 7 30 and uh yeah whew. so I'm, I'm pretty tired but you know i uh, figured you know why not you know swing back up here and um you know reach out uh and um so yeah uh we got everything well, i begin it's you know as i said i've been flying and driving I've, I've driven across the country twice now i've flown across the country three times uh i've had several uh very important meetings and um yeah, what a crazy crazy uh seven or eight days so far and it continues for another four or five days uh for me uh, i still have a lot of things to you never really realize how much things that you have in life when when it uh really when you when you really start packing things up and unpacking things you start to you know like what you know you get lost looking you're know, like oh wow that's where that is uh but uh yeah uh been to um jacksonville a few times been to orlando um flew down to bonita springs uh flew flew down to miami 
flew out to uh, LA, flew out to Dallas, um, and uh, and all and all within. It's just been nuts. Uh, I got back here in Chicago. Um, when did I get back here in Chicago? What was it? Tuesday? Tuesday? Today's Thursday? Yeah. So I got back here in Chicago Tuesday, and I had um, I had lunch with a an old friend, former colleague of mine, um, and <laughs> we had uh, lunch at uh, three twelve on LaSalle Street, and. Uh, you know, I walked by this place a thousand times, and I never even knew it existed. But uh, I had a couple of slices of the. Uh, what did I have? A, they grilled. They grilled. Uh, it was. It was just over. It was. It was one of those restaurants that are sort of over the top for me. I don't. I don't really like fancy, uh, ultra fancy settings. I like. I like nice things, but whatever. And uh, it was. So it was. It was. <laughs> It was a nice restaurant, and they grilled me up a couple slices of um, Mai Mai, and I loved it. It was delicious. So if you are ever in the Chicago Loop, check it out. It's uh, 312. The restaurant is 312. It's on the corner of Randolph and LaSalle. I can't uh, rave enough about how good it was. Um, what else is going on? As I said, you know, I've been traveling all around the country. I've been literally carrying wet one, you know, the little wet one antibacterial wipes and wiping my face, wiping my hands. Um, you know, the 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 gel stuff. The what is that Purell? And just you know, you're on you're on planes and and uh, you know, if people are coughing and it's just it's uh you know it's it's a challenge to maintain your health when you're in such close proximity to others. But uh, so far, so good. Knock on wood. I suppose uh, it's been uh, it's 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 been it's been a lot. Uh, so as I said, I got back here Tuesday. Uh, had lunch uh, in the loop quickly and. Uh, also discovered that I felt like like when I laid down, uh, when I went to sleep that night, um, I, I still felt like I was moving forward. And so, uh, you know, jet lag, motion sickness, I don't know. You know, I'm getting old. So it does, you know, it's hard to tell. But uh, <laughs> woke up Wednesday um, and still, you know, just like well, trying to shake it off and, and, um, challenges <laughs> uh and so uh i got i got uh i peeked in on uh, a few things um and uh today feeling a lot better we, we were able to uh get up at uh real early we were up about three thirty uh this morning and um we headed on over to um the pgm the pacific garden mission and we were unloading uh unloading trucks um, I was peeling potatoes, uh, crash was, uh, snapping beans and, um, we were pretty much doing a lot of heavy lifting, right? Uh, you know, unloading things, loading things. Um, so not too much kitchen time, <laughs> fortunately. And, um, and, and just, it just felt great. It, uh, it, it's always to me, you know, uh, I, I'm to me, uh, it, homelessness is a severe issue for society and i do whatever i can uh to volunteer my time and effort and other uh resources to the 
ongoing uh, issue of homelessness. Uh, and you can too. Uh, so look look at that option uh, if if you feel like uh, or feel compelled to extend uh, a good deed of your personality to your local homeless shelter or food bank. And so uh, do reach out in your area and see what you can do. And um, do and you know try, it'll make you feel good. Uh, and like I said, I was uh, traveling about uh, ab- abroad. <laughs> mostly um over the past couple weeks and um i was able to actually revisit uh the hometown get things settled settled down uh down there in in the uh old hometown of jacksonville and that's uh it's been a very rewarding experience as well uh met with a few people uh had some very good uh discussions um and um looking forward to um uh, some enjoyable times uh, here in the future uh, in uh, back in my hometown. Uh, and so, yeah, we got the studio set up uh, as well. Um, was able to catch up with a lot of old friends and family and still have a lot of friends and family to catch up with uh, as well uh, w- once I get back, uh, back home uh, to Jacksonville uh, in the next few days. Uh, and uh, with that said, uh, you know, it's... The weather differences, of course, are dramatic. You know, here in Chicago, it's about what uh, thirty degrees, and it's seventy-five, seventy. You know, you know how I feel about that. It's been, um, it's been interesting. I, I have noticed a lot of, a lot of interesting, um, a lot of interesting consequences that my uh, older self endures uh, during these uh, interesting. Um, you know these interesting uh you know adventures i suppose but uh you know it's uh it is what it is i guess uh you know um hard to say but uh you know whatever i want to say thank you again to everyone uh for their assistance in um you know the whole big move thing recently and uh thanks thanks everybody and uh you know I'll, i'll get back i'll get back uh get back in touch with each and every one of you wanted to say um also uh send some shouts out to uh the people that matter the most and you know who you are uh and uh hopefully you are enjoying your thanksgiving as well uh and uh i was in email today uh that that was kind of an oddity uh and (laughs) i was uh it was actually it was an enjoyable um experience i guess i don't know but uh it was um uh, so replying to some emails and uh, catching up and uh, catching up in that regard, but uh, not too many come too many of anything. But uh, a lot of things have been going on since I was actually able to sit in the studio, either here or back in Florida. Uh, since I've been, uh, you know, been been I don't know, I don't know the word for that kind of thing. But uh, a lot has been going on lately. Um, you know, like a lot and. You know, where, where do you even begin? But um, I don't know. Let's just dive right in, right? So um, it's been reported uh, that uh, Spanish multinational cash logistics and private security company, company uh, Prosegur, uh, had its entire IT network uh, infected with uh, red somewhere. Uh, the company's website actually was offline Wednesday afternoon, but it confirmed via a Twitter post, of all things, 
that it had experienced a security information incident in its telecommunications platforms. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it, it was also reported that the incident uh, did, uh, was actually caused by a form of ransomware and the uh, company had enabled maximum security measures to prevent the spread both internally and externally of, of the virus. Uh, that's kind of interesting, you know, when a security firm itself is compromised and um, it, it, it makes you think uh, or it should make you think or revisit the thought of whether or not uh, if you are outsourcing your IT or your, your security services to uh, really consider that. Uh, because what are you going to do? And I think I spoke about this earlier in the new year. Like, like seriously, what are you going to do if you um, have outsourced your your um, your infrastructure management services in that capacity from the security side, uh, and uh, something devastating happens, such as your IT security company uh, becoming compromised? So, at that point, where does that leave you in your not only? Um, <laughs> Not only in your your safety, your your own safety, and your own assessments of uh, the company that you've been dealing with, uh, but also uh, it may actually uh, make you lose uh, some sort of compliance if you're in a uh, strict industry. So, those are something to consider. It's always best to have uh, on staff. Uh, security information folks, uh, even if they're at the basic levels, uh, they can point you, uh, they can point uh, people uh, in the right direction once uh, something like that uh, happens. And so, you know, it's no surprise that it seems that uh, any possible way a cyber criminal can exploit um, the hospitality industry, they certainly will. And, um, you know, such as uh, hotels, restaurant chains, etc. Uh, anything related to tourism, uh, have always been the subject of um, uh, point of sale uh, information hijacking and etc. And so uh, it's no surprise uh, that adding to um, the growing list of threat actors that specialize in these sort of attacks against hotels and hospitality organizations, such as uh, Dark Hotel, um, you know, they they um, it's no surprise that these uh, these actors and methods are becoming more and more so, uh, sophisticated. Uh, you know, and while uh, the majority of uh, these campaign campaigns actually take place in more uh, tourist-friendly uh, regions like Brazil, Bolivia, Chile, Costa Rica, France, Italy, Mexico, Portugal, Spain, Thailand, and Turkey, et cetera, et cetera, uh, it, it still uh, does not mean that it's, uh, you know, other parts of the uh, world are immune to uh, that. Uh, and so... Uh, it's your basic, uh, you know, it's the, these t sort of attacks are, you know, basically your um, your standard phishing uh, email attacks and et cetera. So uh, and that's that's really no surprise uh, in my recent travels abroad and domestically uh, and damn near internationally. It was it was interesting to actually look at some of these um, these front desk counters in uh, and, and most of these hotels and that I was actually staying at. And uh, some had laptops, some had uh, terminals sitting on the counter with uh, exposed ports. Uh, and that was, that was uh, you know, that was kind of interesting to see that uh, this type of uh, infrastructure is just out there um, for, uh, you know, just for the taking. And so, um, you know, not, and, you know, and, and each day you've got more and more groups coming on, uh, you know, with more and more interesting tactics and, and procedures. And so, um, you know, there's also a, another new hacking group. I don't know if they're new or not. 
Uh, but what they're doing is basically they've been mass scanning the internet looking for Docker platforms that have API endpoints exposed online. Uh, you know, of course, the purpose of these scans is to allow the uh, the group to send commands to the Docker instance and deploy a cryptocurrency miner on the company's Docker instance to generate funds for the group's own profits. Uh, you know, usually some of these operations are uh, led by professionals, uh, you know, professional actors, criminal organizations, etc. Uh, that's usually where um, the span of these sort of attacks come from. So uh, make sure that you read your um, your, man your your service manual uh, when you're you know playing around with these Docker uh, instances and containers, uh, Kubernetes, all of that stuff, etc. Azure, AWS, uh, it doesn't matter. Just make sure that. Uh, you know, you uh, are following best safety practices when you're using these instances, because the next thing you know, if you're using a pay by pay to play resource sort of schema uh, like AWS and Azure use, uh, that can cost you a lot of money very quickly. And so uh, consider that. Uh, make sure that you, uh, as I uh, previously said, that you have the proper uh, cybersecurity people leading those initiatives or at least uh, part of that initiative within your infrastructure to make sure that uh, you're able to follow up in, in a safe instance. And, uh, you know, a good example of, of that is basically uh, recently at a French uh, city's university hospital, uh, they were forced to abandon PCs as ransomware uh, took over an unusual, uh, unusually large amount of the hospital's IT infrastructure. Uh, staff, unfortunately, recently this past week had to return to the old fashioned method of paper and pencil. Uh, and but uh, fortunately, no patients uh, were endangered as a result of the cyber attack. Uh, and um, it was it's been reported, I suppose, uh, that uh, the hospital has been uh, working diligently to uh, restore their services. It's a pretty large hospital. You know, it's about uh, what, 12, 1300 um, bed hospital. And uh, unfortunately, uh, they I don't know if it's fortunate or fortunate, whatever, but they, uh, of course, did not reveal any specific details about the strain of ransomware uh, that affected them. Uh, but it said that uh, they did uh, confirm, however, that servers and many desktop PCs were rendered uh, out of action by the attack. Uh, and again, leaving uh, the staff to handle appointments by uh, pen and paper. And so, uh, you know, again, you know, these, these ransomware attacks are something that I've been speaking about uh, for the past two or three years, maybe even longer, because it's really a serious issue uh, if you are not uh, paying attention to uh, proper security protocols, et cetera. And, you know, uh, no one's really immune to these uh, sort of issues. Um, recently, T-Mobile also announced that uh, they were also caught up in a recent hacking campaign, uh, which has, um, you know, a lot of echoes of the 2018 uh, T-Mobile hack, uh, T -Mobile hack uh, that happened. And so uh, there's a lot of uh, people that are going, you know, oh, crap, here we go again, et cetera. Uh, but uh, they were, uh, you know, basically T-Mobile confirmed that uh, stolen data uh, was uh, associated with a lot of customers' prepaid service accounts, uh, including names, billing addresses, etc. Uh, and so, um, you know, it's it's kind of not surprising. Uh, and there's a lot of theories on who's behind all of these instances. But, uh, you know, it... it <laughs> You know, I, at this point, uh, it's not uh, if you will, uh, you know, it's a matter of when, I suppose. 
Uh, Russia, of course, you know, has decided, as in typical um, Russian fashion, to do an entire blanket uh, firewall on the entire country. And so uh, a new law uh, recently introducing new controls on the Internet has come into force in Russia. Uh, and in theory, the sovereign internet law is what it, they are calling it, gives officials wide-ranging powers to restrict traffic uh, on the Russian web. The Kremlin recently uh, said that the law will improve cybersecurity. Uh, and critics, all, uh, of course, fear that the Kremlin will try to create an internet firewall similar to that uh, in China. Uh, it's unclear how the uh, controversial law may uh, be used uh, now that's being enforced. And so um, it, it will it's certainly be interesting. Uh, and as, uh, as most recently, of course, uh, as well, uh, the government uh, in Iran uh, disabled the Internet for, for uh, three or four days, I believe, while there were protests going on. And so... Uh, there were some um, un ugly, unfortunate um, reports coming out of Iran uh, as a result of that. Uh, not as a result of that, but as a result of uh, the protests and uh, a lot of uh, information not being able to be accurately distributed uh, globally. Uh, and so uh, one of the things that uh, you most likely should have listened to was the previous show with Steve Rombaum, where he... <laughs> where he actually gave a talk at the last year's hope <coughs> excuse me and um it was interesting as he said listen you know uh you should not uh you sh and i agree wholeheartedly uh giving you using these dna sites you should not really do that uh it's not really a wise idea to use any of these dna sites uh, and I'm not going to name any. Uh, I'm sure you know who they are. We all know who they are. Um, but, uh, you know, folks, DNA, <laughs> there's not much left of, of who you are and, and your privacy about you uh, unless you get uh, federal uh, guidelined <laughs> chain, name change requests uh, and all of that fun stuff. Uh, hey, I've been there, done that. And uh, so unless you are completely changing your identity, uh, it's something that you really don't want to uh, just uh, you know, take lightly. And so uh, giving your DNA away, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty tough. And so I, I pretty much advise against uh, giving your DNA away. Uh, and so, uh, of course, consumer DNA testing, of course, is uh, right now, uh, in my opinion, it's... Um, it's basically uh, a gigantic scam. Uh, and um, a according to a report recently by the MIT Technology Review, uh, more than 26 million people have had their DNA tested by the biggest names in the industry. Uh, and I'm not going to name the, the, the companies, but uh, consumer DNA testing, of course, uh, according to the report by MIT, is undoubtedly now mainstream, but it's not much less scammy than it was when it, it started a, a decade ago. The industry, of course, has existed since the late 90s, but in 2017, um, uh, some more companies came on the uh, scene and were able to actually... Um, uh, provide uh, more graphically uh, user-friendly services. And so, um, again, I don't want to name the companies, but uh, I'm sure you get it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's not really a wise thing to uh, do or give out because 
there are a few of these DNA companies that are actually uh, associated with uh, big search companies. And, uh, you know, who knows, right? I mean, at this point, uh, they may already have your healthcare records. Uh, and and, uh, if, and if you're sitting here going, well, wait a minute, my doctor has not provided healthcare records to anybody or any, any, uh, anyone. Uh, but uh, the scary thing is, I suppose, is that, um, you know, big technology now tracks your locations, your purchasing habits. Uh, they read your email. They follow you wherever you go on the Internet and how often and uh, what you say in your home with your smart speakers and all of this fun stuff. Uh, but now, thanks to a partnership with a hospital chain, uh, Ascension, and the purchase of the fit fitness tracker company Fitbit, uh, a large search engine company uh, now o also owns the healthcare data of tens of millions of people. And uh, if that doesn't scare the hell out of you enough, uh, they did this all on the side of uh, no consent on the patients or the doctors. Uh, this, uh, the <laughs> and this is just one instance. Uh, this is just one company being called out on obtaining your healthcare information from your healthcare provider. Now, if that's not scary, I don't know what is. Uh, and so now, since you've provided your what? Your DNA information to, you're, you're, you, are you getting the picture, right? So it's like, yeah, right? So now you've submitted your DNA. You've, you've now all of your healthcare, all of your healthcare records, all of your private things that you hold very private uh, most likely, uh, most likely at this point today, right now, in this very moment, could be in someone's data center. <sighs> don't give your DNA away, folks. Please don't do that. Just don't. Just don't. You know, uh, it's no surprise that I'm not a real big fan of Amazon, and uh, it's really... <laughs> It's really, you know, uh, I could go on and on about the, uh, the the company and how what I think of them, but I, I won't. And most recently, uh, it was reported that uh, one of Amazon's largest urban fulfillment centers, uh, which opened last fall in New York City borough, in the New York City borough of Staten Island, uh, has you know opened up. It has about three thousand workers. Uh, and uh, it, it's been reported that uh, injuries at this particular fulfillment center have been unusually high. No one really particularly knows why these injuries are exceptionally high, but they are. And so uh, it's, it's really, really, truly no surprise uh, that uh, these, these sort of companies like Amazon, etc., you know, these, these sort of companies are, are really... Um, you know they're, they're they're not paying their workers uh, anything what they should be, and a lot of people are paying the price uh, in, in dramatic fashion with their health, uh, and that's that's uh, something that should be um, uh, not forgotten about, uh, and it really shouldn't. Um, one of the things that uh, guys have you seen or heard about this invisibility cloak material? Uh, this, this, uh, I, I was looking on the, uh, the internet and I was really interested when I discovered this, uh, this invisibility cloak material, 
Uh, it's kind of weird, um, but I don't know. It, it uses light refracting technology or something to that effect. Uh, you should check it out. Uh, it's kind of weird. It really is. Oh, whatever. Let me take a sip of water here. Hang on. Well, I tell you, it's been a long day. And, uh, you know, whew. Hey, uh, you know, uh, one of the things, you guys know I like gadgets, right? And you guys like gadgets too. And do you like FM radio stations? I do. <laughs> hey, check it out. You know, you can use a Raspberry Pi to create an FM radio station. Did you know that? You know, um, if you remember what FM radio is, uh, it's actually uh, kind of a cool, uh, no, I'm not going to get into all that, but you can actually create an FM radio station with a uh, Raspberry Pi. Uh, what you're going to need is a Raspberry Pi, uh, and uh, you'll need a, um, you'll need to, uh, you know, just use the Raspbian uh, operating system. Uh, so you set up your Raspberry Pi, get, you know, just boot it up. Uh, once, once you get your Pi up and running, uh, you'll need some software specifically. You'll need Pi FM, uh, created by Oliver Matos and Oscar Weigel. Uh, and, uh, and if you want something even simpler to use, you can use, uh, Make Magazine's Sam Freeman and Walter Woods built a modified version of the Pi FM code back in 2014, which you can find at the Make website. Simply flash that on, uh, to the micro SD card, add music, and just plug the Pi into a power source, and it'll automatically start broadcasting on your frequency of choice. Choose some music, get your tracks, and set a copy over to the Raspberry Pi. If you're using the base FM software, you'll need a 16-bit .wav file. Um, and you, you can, you know, make magazines, code supports, uh, broader file support. Uh, and if you're clever enough, you can, uh, you know, you get it, right? Uh, put an antenna on the thing, plug a strip of wire into the GPIO4 pin on your Raspberry Pi. You know, it's the fourth pin down on the left side uh, on most Pis. Uh, you'll want something at least 8 inches long, although closer to 25 inches is recommended for better ranges. Uh, depending on your setup and surrounding environment, the Pi can broadcast between a foot and roughly 300 feet away. Uh, run the FM Pi code. Uh, you'll, you'll do that by running a command like sudo dot forward slash Pi FM awesome jams dot wave 100.0, where that 100.0 is the frequency in the megahertz range on which you'll be broadcasting, right? So uh, tune in your radio and uh, check it out. Uh, you, your Raspberry Pi has become an FM radio station. And listen, I'm not advocating that you uh, add an amplifier to these things or a linear amplifier to these things at all. Like, who would do that right but you can and uh be careful with that because it <laughs> you can get in trouble if you add a lot of power to these things but it's kind of cool to see uh the raspberry pi actually doing these kind of things uh listen it's um it's like i said it's uh, a holiday season here it's a holiday in the united states and you know a lot of people want to come up with the cool you know what do you buy the hacker that has everything right like what do you buy that hacker that has all the, the cool gadgets and gadgets well i'm going to tell you what to buy that hacker that want that 
you will actually make a you'll make anybody not just a hacker you'll make anybody who loves technology go holy shit what is it what is it what is this thing that would make anybody who loves it just go holy shit Uh oh i shouldn't have said that anyhow it's a it's a little device called the puppy cube all-in-one touch screen projector and uh, really seriously, uh, prepare to just be blown away by this thing. It's a high quality projector that beams a nice clear image up to 100 inches in size. And it even has built in speakers, but that's truly not the cool part. It's actually a touch screen. So you can control the picture. It beams like a giant tablet. Uh, it has Android built in and you can choose, uh, of course, to connect any other sources like a computer, phone or a video game console. Uh, and it's uh, selling right now for $1,000. You can grab one uh, now uh, and you could also grab one. You can grab one now actually for between uh, $700 and $800. And so check that out. It's really super cool. <laughs> it's super cool it's got all kinds of um technology that uh i, I think that uh you know the the discerning technologists in your life will truly dig all right uh staying on the gadgets thing because you know it's that type of type it's that time of year right and you know you want to you want to get the cool gadgets um, and you want to get the cool gadgets for that discerning person, right? All right. So here's a cool thing. Uh, it's called go find me. Uh, it's on the Indiegogo website. It's, uh, called go find me. It's a GPS tracker and it works without a cell service. It's a real time tracking off grid messaging, one button SOS geofencing mesh net, no SIM card needed sort of GPS tracking system. Uh, they have actually, um reached their goal of um creating a real-time gps tracker tracker that works without using a cellular service subscription um and so it's using a uh, lrt long-range technology uh long-range radio technology and it allows you to stay in touch with people even if your phone fails uh, and so that's sort of interesting and you should keep your eye on it. Now it's not for sale yet or is it? No, uh, they will be on sale, uh, starting in January of 2020. Uh, there are only six left, uh, and they will retail for $179. Uh, again, it's called the go find me GPS tracker that works without a cellular system. So it's pretty much damn near undetectable. There's only six left. And so I'm pretty sure after the show, there won't be any left check that out i think it's pretty cool and last but not least folks world wide web inventor tim berners lee released an ambitious rule book for online governance uh last week of sort of a bill of rights and obligations for the internet designed to counteract the growing prevalence of such anti-democratic poisons and misinformation mass surveillance and censorship uh, it's it's sort of uh, it's sort of like a contract for the web, and that's what he actually is um, calling it, I suppose. And it's interesting. Uh, I believe you should take a look at it if if um, that sort of thing interests you. Wow, does it? It does me. I'm interested in by it. 
<sighs> it's in every, you know. I don't know. It's been an interesting, uh, it's been an interesting internet so far, hasn't it? <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the news. That's where I'm catching up on it. Uh, a lot. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys like the last uh, the last couple shows. Uh, I, I really, as I said on the on show 108, I really, really, really uh, enjoy listening, or used to enjoy listening to Steve Rombaum. I'm gonna really miss the guy at uh, the Hope conferences. Uh, been listening to the guy for 20 years, uh, and uh, so it's gonna be. It's going to be something that uh, it'll be someone that I actually miss uh, seeing at Hope. But uh, if you haven't checked it out, you should check out show number 108 uh, and see where that takes you uh, as far as your knowledge and understanding of what really is happening with your information and data once it uh, leaves your wallet. Uh, with that said, listen, folks, uh, I'm, I'm going to be here for another day or so. Now I'm going to split back to uh, Jacksonville uh, and uh, take care of some, uh, you know, slice some pineapples and make a Mai Tai, right? Uh, for that said, I'm going to get out of the cold weather uh, in a couple days, uh, Sunday-ish, Saturday-ish. I'm not sure, but whatever. Until then, please uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, time off if you you are here in the United States uh, and uh, elsewhere. Uh, just, I don't know. <laughs> stay warm, stay cool, stay... Um, stay something uh with that said yes uh please uh check out our website at hackers.xxx uh check click check on click on the um, show link and you will be able to, you'll be taken to our very uh very uh attractive website and and um you you should be able to listen and stream the show there or you can download it it's your choice and also uh if you feel like uh, sending us a shout out uh, feel free to do so by uh, as well clicking on the contact link. Uh, there's also some interesting links uh, on the website as well. Uh, we invite you to check out some of those links as well. Uh, it'll take you down memory lane and also uh, sort of expand your knowledge and understanding of the hacker culture. Uh, and as the year ends, uh, I'm not sure if we are uh, going to be getting a year-end letter this year or not. We haven't received one. Uh, I believe my, I believe the uh, gentleman who writes it for us uh, said last year it was the year of nothing or something. I don't know. So <laughs> he has his little spot on the website. Or is it a she? Who knows? Anyhow. Be sure to check us out on hackers.xxx. Be sure to check us out on all of the most popular streaming platforms. And again, uh, please uh, try to smile at somebody. And always, as I always implore, please use your skills for something good. And, you know, just uh, smile at someone. You know, it's infectious, right? And never forget, never forget that courtesy is, you know, contagious as well. I mean, come on. Uh, and uh, with that said, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to... <laughs> I, I'm dealing with this real rough case of jet lag, and so I'm going. I'm going to go and get some sleep, and uh, get a bite of eat tomorrow. And uh, with that said, uh, I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. This is show number 109. Join me for show number 110, where we will talk about. Well, you'll find out. Until then, please take care of yourself. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Set lean back, got a lot of chips. Got jet lag, cause I'm flyed in the bitch. Set lean back, got a lot of drip. Got jet
Got a lot of chips, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a bitch. Set lean back, got a lot of drip, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a bitch. Set lean back, got a lot of chips, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a bitch. Set lean back, got a lot of drip, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a Got a lot of chips, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a bitch. Set lean back, got a lot of drip, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a bitch. Set lean back, got a lot of chips, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a bitch. Set lean back, got a lot of drip, got jet lag, cause I'm flyer than a bitch.